0: Yes, people, we're back. Forever Arsenal podcast. I'm not even going to ask how it's going because it's not going too good. Most of the Arsenal fans watch this show. I know a few of the ops watch this show, so it's probably going well for you. But for Arsenal, it's not going well at all. Um it's bad what when sh-
3: Turkish doesn't deliver his intro.
0: He can't be asked. <laughs> He's yeah. pissed.
2: because
0: yeah. <laughs> no, I don't like. I know how it's going. I don't care how it's going. I, you know, I feel how it's go- I, it, really. It has to be genuine for me to. Can't fake
3: it. You know. no, can't fake it. To paraphrase Jordan, how's it going away from Arsenal? How's it? How is everyone? Let us know in the comments. Do they
2: care? How's James? life? Do they don't really care? They don't care that I stubbed my toe an hour ago. They don't care that I've got to be up. At you four stub and your morning. toe? Yeah, mate. It's oh, I'm really sorry. That must have ruined your day. Thank you very much. Thank you. Your caring makes me feel better. I appreciate it. Good. That. Thank you. Thank you. How are you, James? How are you? I've been, you, I mean,
3: <laughs> you know, weather's crap. Mm, it's um, cold today. Yeah, it is cold today. Um, still haven't chosen my New Year's resolutions.
0: So. New Year's resolution. <laughs>
2: least Lee's that's just, out. He's had enough. <laughs> Lee, Lee, don't care. <laughs> what? It's therapy, Lee. It's therapy. Come must on, man. We, it.
3: must we go straight into the
2: pain and torture of said conversation? Well, you know what? Actually, on that, someone said to me the other day, they really enjoyed the podcast because, um, well, we were we were both saying it that even in defeats and even when it's like painful to do, I really enjoy the fact that at some point during this podcast we will be all smiling and laughing. So even in the podcast where we review defeats and getting knocked out of competitions, we have fun, man. We have fun. We have fun. So at some point, Lee will be laughing. Turkish at some point today we will be laughing. I promise you. I might laugh at laughing. some
0: point, but right now, I don't feel like it right now. I feel like talking about what's going on because we also Let's need that. Yeah. James wants to laugh a bit more.
3: No, Listen. I was I um I was the most angry uh, doing my fan cam than I have been for a long time, long time, and I'm now ready to talk it out because I was on a proper venting rant sesh uh, during my fan cam and like post match and I was arguing with everyone on Twitter and now I'm very interested to know people's thoughts a couple hours on. Obviously, people will be watching this in the morning, but Turkish, take away. We, we always start. You start. I was just going
2: to say that. Actually, I want to hear from Turkish. You, you
3: seem the most yeah. visibly angry of all of us right yeah, now. Yeah,
2: I agree.
0: With all of you?
3: No, no, no. Of, of, of all mean? of us. Of no, all
0: I, thought of us. You, I thought you said you, you seem the most visibly angry with all of us. It's nothing to do with you three. No. Um, it's... You know what it is? It's, it's like... We're at that stage now where I really didn't want to be at that stage where, you know, you go online again and the opposition fans are all having a laugh and joke. We told you Arteta was never the guy, Arsenal banter club. You don't have the minerals. You bottled this, you bottled that, bigger fish to fry. And then you have the Arsenal fans where you'll have the people screaming Arteta out. Then you'll have the people just on, on the opposite side of the fence coming out in staunch defense of him. And it's just like... It, it, it reminds me of times I didn't, you know, ever enjoy. Don't ever get it twisted. Obviously, when I come on the YouTube scene in terms of, you know, content creator or someone who speaks about football and Arsenal, it was during these times. But I th- it, it does feel like our season's unraveling. It does, and I and listen, there's been there's been other times this season. People have said Arteta oh, out in the comments. People have said Arteta oh, out in the live chat. People have said Arteta oh, out. In, in 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 fan zone and and other you know on Twitter and so on and usually I look at it and I'm like, come on! It just feels like this has been pent up, and the first opportunity you get to to, to you know jump on his back or, or or doubt the whole thing, you're taking it. Not this time. I actually understand. I actually understand now that <clears throat> not not that I understand where they would be coming from saying Arteta out. Because at the end of the day, we are seasons in. And this ain't me saying Arteta out, by the way. This ain't me saying it because that's something to discuss at the end of the season. What I'm saying is I'm going online. I'm seeing the same arguments that I was seeing a few years ago with other managers. And and it's just coming up again now. And and listen, the season is unraveling. So I get it. I understand. Arteta has caused big, big problems for himself at this moment in time. And that's what it is. It's big, big problems for himself. Because, again, we can talk about individual players. And we probably will in this show. But all the individual players now link back to him. They all link back to him in some way, shape or form. Contract renewals, new signings, number 14 shirts, all link back to him. Is it a surprise Jesus has a knee injury? No, it shouldn't be. I'm not saying he was injury prone coming to us, but after a big, big knee injury like that, expect in the first year or two that there's going to be flare up. There's going to be issues. Expect that. Expect it. Regardless of that, is Eddie a good enough backup? Regardless of that, was Havertz the right signing? Mm -hmm. You know, there's so many questions that it just, I'm not here to just analyse this game. I'm looking at this and it's been so different. Number one, the first 19 games last season, very different. Exciting, football free flowing. But the first 19 games this season, very different, but we ended up top of the league. I think it was top Christmas 19 games or was it 18 games? Regardless, around that we was top. It looked like it was going well, but instead of clicking in the second half of the season, we've started the second half of the season in the poorest form Arteta's seen since that wave that he rolled in November 2020. I want to say, or was it November 2021? One or the other. When we, we went through the really bad one, the bad, 100%. the bad run. He's this is now the, the the worst run since then, and it's come in the season where we expect the most since he's been in charge, and to be honest, since we've been in the Emirates, really, or since maybe the teams after the move to the Emirates initially. So I just think that, like, it's frustrating. I'm I'm vexed. I'm vexed because if... if... I spoke about it with Josh after the game. I said, I'm too familiar with the thought and the feeling of, you know, the season unravelling in January, February. So it might be some PTSD here. Because as much as we've done better recently, you know that it was not long ago that our seasons were ending in January, February. This does feel like one of those. I I think I think it's good that portos a little while away because we need to we need to do something different by the time that game comes about. Because I'm hoping for luck of the draw after that game, but really and truly, I can't be thinking about after that game in the form we're in. All we've got left now, in my opinion, is. The hope that Champions League somehow, some way, we end up in a final, somehow, some way, we over 90 minutes beat a Real Madrid, a Man City, a Bayern Munich, somehow, some it streams, it's dreams, really. You know, because I, I, I don't even see us getting to the final right now. People will say, oh, wait, the season's not over. It's not over. You're right. But inevitably, <clears throat> the, the inevitable looks like it's going to come you know it's not like last season where there was a lot of hope and belief and each game that passed that hope and belief would build around this time last season it was you know going into those games against united tottenham back to back wins last minute eddie Nketiah. the hope was was you know 12 months has, cha- has has changed a lot in terms of where we stand right now in ter- compared to where we was last season so i'm just kind of i'm i'm f- I'm fed up already, even though we haven't been in this mood for a little while. I'm fed up with it because it's just it's just built on the last time that we was in this sort of a mood, in my opinion.
1: Mm. Mm.
2: Cool. I think that's all f- yeah, I think that's all fair. Um uh actually I want to hear from Lee next, actually, because I've, I've got thoughts. But Lee, you were there. I don't know if you were there, James, but I know you Lee you were there. What what was the mood? from the fan base. I mean, I know you're going to have your, Arteta's out, whatever. I'm not interested in any of that nonsense talk, but just generally, no, is what's the, what's the vibe? I,
1: I, I have to say, I come away from the stadium, like, nowhere near as pissed off as what I was against Fulham. I've got to say that, like, you know what I mean? I felt that we played well, we're just missing chances. And I, I, I look at it and I, I'm going to be really honest. I see Mikel doing his nut and I'm looking at him and I'm thinking, it's down on you, mate. You, you've, you've, you wanted this. You, you went in with the, the strikers. You wanted to. You wanted. You felt it was more important to upgrade a goalkeeper than the, than, than the striking uh, department. That's down on you, Mikkel. You know. Um, and I, I'm now getting worried because it's not just three defeats. It's seven. One winning seven now. One winning seven in the last seven games. You know. They're talking about Eddie getting the sack. We've we've won in eight games <clears throat> at Newcastle. It's not only just that; it's uh, both cup competitions domestically out of in the first round. Yep. We've gone into, I know it was the second round of the, 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 but because we got a buy in that, if you remember rightly, out Bosch gone, West Ham, first round of um, the FA Cup gone at home. And I'm going to be really honest. Spoke to Mark and Russ, two of my mates, on the way home today, and I asked them a question. And I said, if uh, Arteta was in charge of, our, uh, sorry, if uh, Klopp was in charge of Arsenal today, do we lose that game? Both said, no way. Win it. Win it. Oh, and I think this is now where the worry comes. You know what I mean? Like, I looked at Klopp yesterday, today, sorry, puts on two youngsters at nil at, at <laughs> nil. We don't even do that in a dead rubber. You know what I mean? Like, And, and gets the result. Bravery, Whatever you want to say, like confidence. It's the sort of manager you want to play for as a as a player. Not one that dumps dumps players when they're at their when they're playing really, really well and things like that. For the for the sake of it and things like that. It's big, big worrying times for me for Mikel now. Like, yeah. And I, I'm a like Turkish. I don't want Mikel to get the sack. I, I really want him to prove people wrong. But I'm getting to the stage now where I'm thinking like maybe they're right. And I hate the thought of that. You know, I've said over the last couple of weeks that I do think he should be under pressure. I do think that he's accountable. My God, you can't say a word wrong against him. Didn't hear them I think I heard the Super Mikel song once today. Half heartedly. Used to be sung like to the rafters for, for time and time again. Things are not right. He needs to change things. He needs to do that. I felt that the team today was 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 good enough to, to, to do well and it played really well. I will say, that, uh, and I'll continue to say, that how many more bad games is Saka going to have? Because he was shocking again today. Absolutely shocking. And I'll tell you this, which made it even worse for me. He weren't up against three defenders today. He was up against a second-rate player in Gomez, who's not, you know what I mean, like second choice, third choice, left back. Didn't get round him hardly at all today. Credit to him. Credit to him. Defended him really, really well. He was through one-on-one with him and he tries to cut it back. Cut back inside of him. Like, you know, when when they get the chance, Diaz smashes it in. Ruthlessness. I see, that uh, you know, chances after chance of being missed. I also have to say, if I'm a player, I'm going to go, well, you know, yeah, I get that. I said it in my fan cam today. I get that you want to play Saka through through the bad, bad games. I get that, like. Doesn't do it with anybody else. Martinelli has a couple of bad games. You're out. Trossard has a couple of bad games. You're out. Ramsdale has a couple of good games. You're out. Shinchenko has a couple of bad games. You're out. You know, but there's certain players keeping in the team, keeping the faith in the team, and getting fed up with it. Getting fed up with it. I, 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 I'm, I'm going to be one of these people. I'll stick up for Saka. Yes, try and play him through the... Um, Bad patch Because you know what He deserves it He's a good player So is Martinelli Do the same with him as well Like you know what I mean Because they're going to get Discontent if it's not going to If you're not doing it I look at like Jesus One bad game drops Now he's injured You know What's going on there You know How many more injuries Are you going to get His, his Again um, you, you know Sorry Lee I just, no, actually, just oh, want to say go, one thing
3: no, go, go, go on go for
1: it Just one thing about it Like Jesus has been injured Right, going through three transfer windows now. We're on our third. Because when he got injured was in December. So you could have got an injury got a replacement in that December. Uh so that January of last year, didn't. Come back this summer, injured again, you know, preseason injured. No one thought, mm, well, maybe we need to get that cover in. Dan on Mikel when they do that is, I'm afraid. And we're going into a third one now. I wanted to
3: say that his 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 team selection is weird. Uh, by the way, I don't mean the eleven that went out today. I actually didn't have a problem with the eleven that went out today. But you touched on he'll play Saka through bad form, but he won't with other players. Jorginho, this is gonna sound a crazy thing to say. Bar that mistake against Tottenham, I don't know if he's put a foot wrong. <laughs> I he's genuinely he played really well against Man City. Pounds. They showed
1: you the game, James. They showed you that game. You know when we was doing the um, yeah, they had the highlights. Start on, yeah. eleven today. I had highlights on. He's yeah. done really well against Manchester City. He's, yeah. He played very, very well today, but he hasn't yeah. had a look in the last three He or played four really days. well
3: away in Seville, probably one of our best performances of the season. He, he was at, you know, we lost at St. James' Park, but the midfield wasn't the problem. Jorginho was great in that game. Like, you know, but he's out the team, but he'll persist with Kai Havertz. Like, there are weird Weird selections, and by the way, I've got a list of notes that I'm going to wade through at some point throughout the show. But one of the things I was going to do, and I actually yeah, sincerely mean this, Lee, I owe you an apology <laughs> because you've been we've been calling you Mr. Lee Ramsdale, and you know the the, the joke around that is that you've sort of basically been high, about to say hypocritical. You've been very critical of the goalkeeper situation, and I always whatever we do until it's played out, I always want to give the benefit. I feel like as a fan, I need to do that. But I'm now in this situation where I'm thinking, you know, none of us wanted Ramsdale and you brought him in, McHale. It's, like the, 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 it's a bit like the Jorginho thing. No, we didn't want him. And he's actually proven us wrong. I like, actually told him he's doing a job. Ramsdale's come in and been brilliant for us, though he's made errors. I thought he was great against Liverpool. But, you know, his distribution was great. Made a really big save at nil-nil. And I'm sat there going, 30 million of the King's finest is going on a player who isn't better than the guy that we've got in goal for this game against Liverpool. And and I always wanted to believe that maybe it was a slight margins. Maybe it was the small details. Maybe those extra percentages is what it's going to take to beat city. And we're five points off top. <laughs> like there's a whole conversation around recruitment. I imagine Kai Havertz is going to come up in this, this, this show and that will probably be the time to do it. But <clears throat> Really strange, like from Jorginho to Ramsdale to others, where I'm like, you tried to convince us these guys were the guys, and now you don't believe it anymore, as we started to believe they're the guys. <laughs> really, i do
0: not understanding Mikel, I'm not. He fucked up, he's fucked up. This, this season, this summer, he fucked up.
1: Big time. It, gonna. I've said it all along, and people mock me about it. The Aaron Ramsdale situation will be the, the 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 first. It's the first now in his coffin. All right. It's the first one because if you're gonna, it's like I, I've had an argument with people today about Reece Nelson. If you're dropping Martinelli, Reece Nelson's got to come in and play. Well, he's he done okay today. You know what I mean? He's he's missed a chance. He's probably cost Aaron Ramsdale his Arsenal career because if if he scores that goal, everybody's going, oh, Aaron Ramsdale, you know what I mean? Like, Boa. he should score that goal. It's a perfect pass. He goes round the keeper and then misses, right? If you're coming in and replacing a top-class player, you've got to perform. And when I go on to the field, I field, we lose that game before, before we did because he doesn't save that Ramsdale, so. Raya doesn't say that because he's not done anything like that just to prove me that he is. I see that today. There's no been no improvement in that whatsoever. That's the end of it. You know what I mean? I don't care if you if you think Raya's better, or you think Ramsdale's better. I'm telling you that now. there ain't no difference in that decision. No difference whatsoever. So why do it? Why go and waste now thirty million coming this season when like we ain't we need a striker more than we do on on that point. It's ridiculous. 65 million pounds on Kai Havertz. You know what I mean? Whether you need, know, I'd rather him, but got down on his hands and knees and said, Shaka, give me one more year. Give me one more year. You know what I mean? Like, why Why has that not happened? Like, you know what I mean? At the, the end of it, like, you know, Thomas Parting, nowhere to be seen this season for injury and whatever. And when he did, you know what I mean? was playing right back. And I've heard Mikel turn around and say, oh, I've got, a, I've got different plans for him. Oh, what different plans? Why? Why have you changed so much? Why? I don't and, understand and it.
3: I know Jordan's going to come in now, but I, I just want to quickly add some context to this chat, which is that for the, for viewers who are thinking, my word guys, you know, there's still a lot to play for. Yes. Arsenal weren't bad in this game against Liverpool. Quite the opposite. I actually thought we were really good for a lot of it. I think Brilliant. You know, we could have been three or four and a lot at time. I think even though Liverpool were the better team in the second half, we still had two, you know, two or three really big chances to score. And I was, you know, in so many ways, there was a lot we did right. What we're talking about here is that people will go, but if we've missed chances, and why are you guys talking about Mikel Arteta? What we're talking about here is a situation where we're five points off top, we're out of two cup competitions. Kai Havertz led the line and wasn't good enough. Saka is not in great form. Because he's played time and time and time again. You mentioned three windows to address Gabriel Jesus' replacement. How many windows have we had to address a backup for Bakai Saka? Every window. The kid is 21, 22, 23, and he is just flogged. Give me another 90. Give me another 90. Give me another 90. Oh, your ankle hurts. You've come off. Give me another 90. Oh, you come off again. Give me another 90. Oh, your leg's falling off. Give me another 90. Like, Yes, for one game today, and I'm interested to know your thoughts on this, John. I, I can't blame Arteta for the players not putting it in the back of the net. And my word, I don't care how much you rate these players; they're all good enough to put it in the back of the net today. But the bigger issue around why Arsenal are in the situation they're in now, it, it you know, and and by the situation I mean also having FFP trouble going into January. When we need signings. I'm sorry, that does also light the manager's door. Jordan, what do you think of all that?
2: yeah yeah I, I think it's hard to disagree with, with much of that um i saw a man on twitter say arsenal are taking dry january a bit too far now <laughs> that, that made me laugh a little bit i must admit sorry um no i'm, I'm not. Like... <laughs> sorry okay. i found that funny um okay so i've got a list of, of a few points guys so forgive me i'll i i do not really have a, a single thought or a train of thought i've just got some points that i'll rattle through and then we can we can discuss i got a feeling this will turn into more of a Arsenal chat than a Arsenal losing in the cup chat. I think there's a bigger thing happening here. I think this is a crisis now. After the Fulham game, a lot of people, I, I didn't think it was a crisis at that stage. I thought it was two poor games, um but there was still the FA Cup to play for. I didn't think it was a crisis. I think it's a crisis now, and I think it's a crisis now because of the four trophies we could win. The two, invert commas, easiest. We're now out of. So now you're kind of putting your your hopes on the on on the two harder trophies. Arsenal this season need a trophy or at the bare minimum have to get to the latter part of the Champions League slash push Manchester City, Liverpool to the last few games of the season, right? So being out of the two easier trophy competitions, that for me in January, we're in a crisis now. Three defeats in a row. I don't know many teams that win big trophies and at any point in the season lose three games in a row. Two, maybe, not three. The embarrassing thing for Arsenal is that and me and Lee had a had a back and forth about this on the last podcast about you know I, I made the point and I didn't think if Liverpool lost it'd be the end of the world for them. Um, Lee disagreed. I think I was proven right because Liverpool's starting eleven shows me that they didn't care that much about the FA Cup. I, I don't. I'm not buying the the Van Dyke is injured or he was sick. I just don't buy that. I'm not buying it. They've got two weeks off now. Um, I, I don't. I don't buy that. And as Lee rightly says. You're nil-nil, you've been under the cost for most of the game, and then you bring on two kids? Those aren't the actions of a manager that, for me, is desperate to win the FA Cup. So the fact that they came to the Emirates without their best two players, brought on two kids at nil-nil when they were the the inferior team, suggests to me Liverpool didn't want want to win the game that badly, and yet they still found a way to win the game. Next point, the striker chat. I thought Julian um, made some wild comments and opinions on. I think it was the Invincible Show with you and Lee Robbie on a pre on the uh, early this week, but I've just seen his fan cam and he he made a very good point in the fan cam about the fact that I don't think this binary discussion around we need a striker and that's the that's the solution. I'm with him on that one because if if buying the striker was the sole solution, okay. So why are Martinelli and Saka scoring? It's not like they're scoring, but Jesus is missing all the chances. None of our attackers are scoring. So does Tony, as an example, elevate our squad? Yeah, it probably does. It probably does. But for me, the issue isn't we need to buy a striker. The issue is we need to fix the attack. That is the that is the the debate for me. It's fix the attack. Now, I don't think we'll buy a striker in this window. I just don't. We've got the money. I just don't think we'll get it done. But in a really, really perverse way, I'm kind of glad because I'm looking at Mikel Arteta now and saying, fix this. Fix this. You've got to fix this now. You've got to coach and figure out a way to get that front three slash four playing better and scoring goals. You can't just go to the owners every two minutes and say, I need more money. So for me, I'm looking at him to fix this now. Another uh, issue I have with the fan base, and I think you said it earlier on, uh, James, and you Greedley, This idea that we played well against West Ham, but we just missed chances. This idea that we played well today against Liverpool, but missed chances. Well, hang on a minute. How can we separate missing chances with the performance? Missing chances is part of the performance. So you can't say, we played really well today. We just missed our chances. Missing chances is part of the performance. So if you miss 30 chances, that's not a good performance. Now, if you miss 30 chances and win the game 1-0, fine. But if you miss 30 chances, I think it's 61 shots on goal in three games. And we've not won a game. You can't say against West Ham we were good, but we missed chances. That doesn't make any sense to me. That makes zero Jordan, sense. How can you...
3: Can, can, Sorry. Can I separate it from... I think you can say we played well, but missed chances. What I don't think you can say is we deserve to win, but missed chances. Do you yeah. get what I mean? That for me okay. that for me is the difference. You, you you completely blunder in front of goal. I'm with you. So that's part of the performance. So you didn't deserve to win it if you can't put it in the back of the bloody net. But... Where I can say we played well was Georginia and Rice ran the midfield. We created significantly more and better chance than Liverpool. We were denying them, especially in that first half, mostly. And if the players actually do the bare minimum they should in those positions, mm-hmm. we win. Like, do you get like that's where I think? Okay, but I okay. get what you're saying. I do get what you're saying.
1: Uh, I, I totally agree. I totally agree. You, you're right, what you're saying, John. But it is about, you know, Arsenal got what they deserve today. Because agree. you don't take your chances. Yeah, you, if you don't exactly. take your chances, that's yeah. that's the end of it, like you know. And and I look at that today, like Liverpool. I didn't I was watching that game today. I don't know how you guys feel about this. It might be different when you watch it on TV. I never ever thought we was gonna lose that game. I, they they hit the bar a couple of times like Ramsdale made a great save. Other than that, he was first half he didn't have nothing to do, second half he didn't have much to do. I'm thinking it's either nil nil, which is I not disagree. great for us, or we're gonna or we're gonna win one nil. That's how it looked like, you know, and I, I, actually, I, I sorry, thought we, no, I thought we was in control of the game. We looked good and all that like, but there comes that thing that's in your mind. And someone said it behind me. If you carry on missing these chances, we will get punished. And that's I, exactly
2: I, what happened. Did you know what, when you really look at the whole game again, guys, uh, this, this might be a wild statement, but for all the chances that we had against Liverpool, look at the whole game again. You could argue they had the better chances. Count the chances. The two goals they scored, Trent hit the bar. Uh, D, uh, Nunes F massively messed up when they had a break and a chance that he had the chance to put through. I think it was Diaz and he would have been one-on-one. He put it behind him, it behind him with a better chance. They, argue, they had less chances, but they arguably had the better chances. So we could talk about we had 25 chances, but when you talk about quality chances... I would argue Liverpool actually had the better chances over the I, 90 minutes. I personally disagree because Reece
3: Nelson rounds the keeper or even That's before one. he rounds him, he should lift it over. Havertz Agreed. misses from six yards out from a header, from a corner, which That's was true. just like, it could have bounced off his face and gone in. Um, and then the one where Havertz sack and nicks the ball off Gomez and Havertz can either roll it into Saka next to him or square it to Nelson. He goes for the Nelson square. And it's, it's blocked by Trent. Like, for me, the, all
1: three are golden. Like, they're like Gabriel, a as well. Gabriel. Oh, the. Yeah, for the corner in the first minute, wasn't it? Or first couple of minutes? I
0: mean, the
3: second
1: half. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the Saka one.
2: The, the one, one where Saka, yeah, scuffed. He's, it he's, got, and... he's got to do better. Okay, I, I, said, I said I could argue. I mean, they the point I'm making is that they had four or five really good chances as well. Two other quick points, guys, and I, and I, and I will shut up. Kai Havertz. My, my, my issue with him is this. Turkish mentioned the, the, the word for me about four or five pods ago that I think is the key issue with Kai Havertz. And it was my concern at the start of the season. It wasn't how good he is. Turkish used the word conviction. When Kai Havertz is playing, I think Kai Havertz is a good player. I, I'll say that from the gate. You're his crazy. problem is, he. maybe I am, maybe I am. You're but crazy. his but his problem is he lacks all conviction. The chance that he, oh, what was it, he, on his left foot, he's got a. I forgot what the chance was. Anyway, And he, he's, he's tamely shot at the goalkeeper. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. His yeah, I general that. play, he lacks all. Conf- I don't believe him. I, when he's in front of goal, I don't believe him. I don't believe he believes in him. He doesn't. He has believe no, him. no. No one on Arsenal's team, I think, looks at him. Yeah, have him. The extra touch, Ah, he? oh, Lee. He's got no confidence about him. He doesn't no. exude confidence. If you're a Liverpool defence, you're thinking. He's probably not going to score. <laughs> Let's try and get there, but I don't think he's scoring. He okay. lacks all conviction. And that, for me, as a striker, more than any other position, is a problem. You can't be a centre-forward, especially for Arsenal, and not have a... Con- you can lack quality, but you can't lack confidence. You have to be like, I'm the guy. Give me the ball. I'm going to let it off. I might miss, but I'm going to strike the ball like I'm mean, like i trying to score. And then my final point, and I'm I'm sure we'll come back to my my, my final point, is about, I don't want to use a C-U-N-T word, but I look at Liverpool's team and I see a lot of, let's use the word bastards, I look at Diaz, one of my favourite players in the league, just technically I think he's brilliant, but I watched him in the Anfield game a couple of weeks ago, he is a nasty bastard, he's kicking, he's pulling, he's... He's, he's snarling. He's, he's pushing you off, off the pitch. He is a bastard. I look at Trent sometimes. I look at Nunez. They have bastards, and it got me thinking of Premier League winning teams. Look at Rodri at City. People talk about him being a cheat, and he dives and he clips the people. And then look at our teams that won Premier Leagues back in the day. Dennis Burkham was the nicest, most horrible player I've ever seen in the Premier League. He was a bastard. Don't get it twisted. Dennis Bergkamp was nasty. He was nasty. We know about Patrick Vieira. We know about Lumba. Them man, they were bastards. I look at our current team. How many bastards are in our team? How many people in our team will stop you winning or stop you scoring at all costs? There's only one person I can think of, and he's left our club. Lee mentioned him earlier on, Granit Xhaka. He's the only person in recent times I can think of in an Arsenal shirt for all his faults was a bit of a bastard. And I'm using the word bastard, don't want to use the c word. He was a little bit of a... His problem was he didn't get the balance right. He was a bastard too much. He did it when he didn't need to be a bastard. But the point I'm making is, I look at Arsenal's team in in, in the Premier League winning context. We've got lots of players that I think we like. We like Saka. We like Martinelli. We like Ramsdale. We like Ben White. But how many players in our team do we think that's the guy that everyone hates because he's a winner? And I think that ultimately will be the reason, as well as poor results... Why we just don't get over the line, we don't have any nasty players like Diaz. I just look at the end of it myself. Not only are you a talented player, but you are a horrible so and so, and I just think we lack a little bit of that as well.
3: Can I um come in on the striker conversation because you made that point as well, Jordan? Um, and again, like I, I get what you and Julian are saying, like you don't just drop a, a number nine in. And like suddenly we go from scoring, I don't know, three goals in six games to 12 goals in six games. I, I, but I do think there's a bigger knock-on effect that getting a good striker can have on this team. And that goes from, OK, yeah, the most obvious thing, putting away the chances we're creating. That's what we're talking about. Chances are missed, a striker scores them. I think it gives us another route to goal. I think whether it's Ivan Tony or someone else, I think at the moment we try play through teams a certain way. As good as our first half was against Liverpool, they mixed things up tactically and then we didn't have another answer. We were trying to put, like counter through and play it into Havertz or Erdegaard or someone and we couldn't. I think an Ivan Tony or someone gives you another route to goal. I think it makes you more effective attacking and defending set pieces. I think it adds depth to the rest of the front line because Bakaya Saka at the moment, who people are critical of, and then they wonder. Turkish, you went on this rant on the watch along that I thought was spot on. They wonder why, like, we don't have the same energy for Saka that we have for Havertz. When everything Saka's done for us, the amount of football he's played, in one of the hardest positions to play for us because they're all the way out of the touchline, which Lee made that point in the last show as well. Like, if we have an Ivan Tony or a striker, keep using Tony's example, Jesus can play more minutes out wide. Saka can come out the team and it's not the end of the world. You've still got a front three trust. Jesus is brilliant on the right against Man City, probably man of the match in that game. Like a striker comes in, and for me, it's not just that they put chances away. It's that they give us different routes to go. They can help us manage the minutes of other players a lot better. They can make us a little bit more of an unpredictable force. And, and quite frankly, we haven't...
2: I'll one striker since he's been at the club. I, I just don't think if you buy Tony tomorrow, I don't think that that pushes City to the last game of the season. I think it improves the team but I think there's a bigger problem than our main striker is not scoring goals. It's, it's I, the I, it I,
3: I think ain't it also
1: be. that voice. It's not also, I've played in teams where you've got good forwards or, 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 or like, I have played in teams when we've got a forward that, that just bangs in goals. like right, Yeah. And I've played in teams when we haven't got that. The, the one thing that that striker does that gives it to you more than any other time is, is when you're having an off day when things ain't going quite well, all of a sudden the ball goes across the bang, you're yeah. 1-0 up. That's Spot the on, difference. Right. That's the difference between having a top-class striker and not. It's not, you know, you're all having a bad day or you're not, you're, you're under the pump. I played in games when you're under the pump. Like I played in a game once, right? We had a forward up. I'm not going to mention because he's got big head as it is, right? We're, we're, we're defending like for, for 45 minutes, right? We had three, three chances, bang, we're 3 0 up. I'm sitting in there at half time, right? And I, I look around and I, I said, we have been overrun here. How comes we're 3 0 up? The reason we got a 3 0 up is because we've got a striker put the ball back in the back of the net. And we end up winning the game 3 0, and we didn't deserve to win it. But the fact is, we won it is because you've got that striker. And that is what you've got today. Like, you know, that striker today will. We'll get you that one goal. So when people like Julian and that say, "Oh, we don't need a striker," I get what you're saying. You don't need a striker. It ain't gonna. But what it does, it just changes
2: the oh, no, s- dynamics of the we team. We need we we need a striker. I'm not saying we don't need a striker. You know my thoughts on Jesus. I've made that very clear all season. I've I've been very clear all year about Jesus. I've just not. He, he ain't the guy for me. And what I'm saying is, is that I just don't think plonking in a striker in next window wins a title. I think there's a bigger problem. No one is scoring goals. And yeah, a Tony may score a goal against Fulham to get you a point or even three points. But against West Ham, against Liverpool, against Palace in two weeks, whenever it is, at some point the attack has to be the, the force, not just one top striker. I, I get him. that,
1: Jordan, but if you have a look at teams, right, yeah, there's always been a goal scorer. Yeah. You know, i go back to Arsenal in their day, Omri got 23. You don't think that if he just scored 30 goals out of it, you've got to have players like Perez chipping in with 15, yeah. uh, Lundberg with 10, other players without. you know, what you need is Saka, Saka getting 10, 15 like he did last season, um, martin l getting 10 15 like he did last season martinelli getting 10 15 like he did and then that striker getting 30. do you think we won't win the league i'm bloody
2: telling you we will yeah, but that's my point you're that's making my point you're, you're making my point my point is is that there's no goals coming from the width as well, so Tony gets ten goals between yeah, with now that and that striker eight. being there, maybe the maybe, maybe if you know maybe, if, maybe. if you know that he's going to score
1: that goal, that, like I've seen today, Sacker snatch up three or four opportunities. Is that because he knows that that Havertz isn't going to score? And it's all on him. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what I'm saying but you have that striker that comes in and bangs in goals. That takes pressure off of the wide players. It takes pressure off of but You know, that's all yeah. that I'm saying. I'm not saying, I, listen, I'm 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 telling you now Arsenal ain't getting a striker. I'll tell you that now. They ain't getting a striker because there's none out there. It's as simple as that. So we're going to have but to go really with awesome. what we've got.
3: Yeah. Sorry, sorry to carry on. Sorry, I didn't
1: mean to interrupt. No, no, it's all you know, I mean that's all I've got to say. It's i you've got to somehow try and find a, a way of going it. This is because come the summer when Mikel sat down with with Edu, they said, You have me, you strike, yep, I've got number 14 Eddie. Right, you know what I mean? Like, sorry, you know what I mean? Like, how many more excuses you can have from him? Like, if your Eddie is your man, right, and let's face it, he's your man, you've backed him. He's been training. He's, I always hear this. He's fantastic in training. Why is he not playing up front today? But well,
3: and and this is the thing. It, it and it's not even just about signing a hundred million pound striker. Listen, on tactical insight, Graham and I were talking about ways we can do what Jordan's saying, which is fix the attack without spending a hundred million. And there are ways. We saw it last season. That same front through of Saka, Jesus, Martinelli. Bagged goals, but there were other ingredients there. There was Shaka. there was a proper number eight, there was Partey and Zinchenko playing out their skin, there was a fluidity, the handbrake was off with the team. There, there were a lot of things that contributed. There was confidence, there was almost maybe a surprise factor, like teams didn't expect us to be that good last season. But ultimately, it comes down to it. You are also looking at Arteta and going, so your striker options, well, quite frankly, we need one because otherwise, like you said, Eddie's... Gary Neville said it. Says so Jesus and Eddie don't feel like a one and two. They feel like a two and three. And like, I, it's hard not to disagree. I love Jesus. I think he's brilliant. I think when we're fully firing and everyone's on form, that dynamic can work great. And we don't need a 30 goal a season, number nine, but it's all about balance and different options. And ultimately when Jesus picks up another injury, that's his third knee injury of this season, forget the knee injury last season. This is his fourth in total, but third of this season alone and we're turning to what was Kai Havertz today, it was in Nketiah against Fulham, but hasn't our best
2: form without Jesus come when it's Trossard up front?
3: Why does Arteta forget
2: this? I think it was really sad. I think it was really sad seeing Havertz lead the line for Arsenal Arsenal today. When you think of the strikers this football club has had and what we're trying to achieve, uh, it was so, it got to the point where you just knew he wasn't scoring today. And and that's as a fan, that's something you should you should never be in a position where you know your striker is not scoring a goal today. It was like it was painful to watch. It was really really painful to watch. Why um, doesn't he play Trossard? Why doesn't he? Why? Why wouldn't he do it? He signed
3: him. Like what I said about Georgina Rams earlier, he signed Trossard. Why wouldn't he play him? Where he's played his best football for Arsenal. Oh, Mikel, I don't get you sometimes.
0: Last season, all his good decisions shone through. This season, all his bad decisions are shining through. That's that's simply what it is. Because I can't believe we've got Kai Havertz. Like it frustrates me that you know when people mention his name when we have to talk about him. Like, let alone lead the line for us. Why do we have him? Why did we go and buy? Quite possibly the the most bamboozled in signing I've ever seen Arsenal make, if I'm honest with you. Because at least when when Wenger was doing madness buying Shamak and and just people like this, like Dan Nielsen and just ran.
2: You have credit in the bank.
0: There's some hopes, you no? Know, even there's some hope because you don't know who, who these players are. You're like, all right, well, fuck it, let's let, let's see. With and like, Havers, they didn't we, cost a lot. We, yeah, and they didn't cost. With have We all knew. No, no this was the big this was the big miss and and his biggest miss in his managerial career so far because it's not only cost us a way of playing in my opinion it's also cost us transfers moving forward because ffp i'm not going to yeah. look at rice's money and say oh well you know we fucked it there because we didn't you know rice has improved the side improved the squad it's the Havertz money that's, you know, tipped it over the edge. On top of that, you could argue why we didn't sell Eddie. If there's so much interest in him, there must have been interest in the summer. Why not sell him 20, 30 mil? Why not? Then you got 65. I just can't believe he's gone and done that. For someone who's been so smart about the way he's transi- transitioned us from what we was to what we are, because he has been smart with it. And I, and I stand by the special qualities comment I made a few weeks ago. He has special qualities because he's shown that over the years from getting us to where we was to a place where in January, you know, we're five points off the top of the league and we're not in, we're not happy with it. You yeah. know, he's done that. But at the same time, like I said, last season, the good decision, shone. this season, the bad ones are shining. And I don't think he's got the resources, whether that be in the transfer window or in the squad, to really be able to change this around. That's not me thinking... You know, ah, uh, top fours done and all that. I still expect us to make Champions League, and if that becomes a, a conversation, then listen, uh, I I won't just be I won't just be getting where the Arteta routers are coming from, because you know we cannot regress to that stage. We cannot.
1: Yeah, well, we must Turkish, pass back. If he goes out against Porto, what you what are you saying?
0: But if he goes out, he against, Porto, out against Porto. And we and we are further than five points adrift. Then, then yeah, I'm not happy, and I, I I won't change. I'll be honest.
2: Well, let's discuss now then what we think from here on in. Success, a successful season looks like. So, I think we all agree we're not going to win the Premier League. This it's not likely. It's very unlikely. We're, we'll we're win not the winning League. the trophy this year. Are we? Okay, yeah. so okay, that's 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 likely. So, what does what does at the end of this? We're doing this podcast the day after the final game of the season, what for you is... What are we saying in terms of it have been a good season? Not a not a great season, but an acceptable season. For now, I, I, for I, 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 I will say this. If Arsenal get to the final of
1: Champions League and lose, and because of that, they've missed out on top four, because... Um, They've, they've missed a few games to try and win the Champions League. I might say, you know, it's unlucky and everything like that. I, 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 I'm, I'm going to say it now. If he gets top four and it's only top four, that's not good enough for me.
2: So, so I'm clear, so fourth and a Champions League final, that for you is acceptable? I, 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 yeah. I was going to say it's acceptable.
1: I, 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 I will, I would probably say, yeah, you've got another go, McHill. You've got another go. But I think if they go out against Porto, for instance, and get top four, that ain't good enough. James? What's the question? like losing what's job, successful sorry?
2: season? From, from here on, near, what's from here on in, what's
3: the successful season? No, no, I mean, for, I'm being pedantic and I am, but success for me is lifting like it's it's the trophy success a good season to still salvage this and make this an actually good very good season it's getting us like at least very close to one of those major honors that's within yeah if you lose that's the title but I mean. you're within three four points if you get to a championship final you know it, it you'd look at it and you'd go all right. Ultimately, when all is said and done, the two that mattered above the rest, you know, we got really close. And and, and you go, OK, you go again. Um, but, it, but they're not successful. Like,
2: so, No, that's the wrong word. You're right. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, like last
3: season saying. wasn't a successful season, if that makes sense. Maybe in terms of what internally they had for targets. But for me, last season was just a very good season. It wasn't a successful season. I know I'm being pedantic, but you get what no, I no, I hear you. Turkish, from here
2: on in, what's an acceptable season?
0: Match Man City and Liverpool for the rest of the season. That means get into game week 36 with a chance to win the league. Because you know, if we match them, we'd be five points adrift come game week 36 at the worst. And the Champions League semi final. And I'm if understand. that semi and but but then if that semi-finals against it's, if if it's not against the Real Man City or Bayern, then I expect the final. Mm, I'm the same.
2: It's, it's last four and you've got to be within five points of the title. Yeah. And I don't
0: mean I don't mean five points coming back from 10. When yeah, one, Would you would,
1: would one you one would be one. happy with the manager after that as well? You're just saying, well, that's that's fine. That's, that's not happy. That's no, because
0: the Havertz, because we still got Kai Havertz. We he needs to Willie and that when, guy. When, and that when, guy when,
1: when, when would it be? When would all right? Then let's change that around because it's, it is a point. It was good for. You. When when is it acceptable to say? Right, he's got to go. I I think I'm, I, I'm, to I'm, be I'm, honest, I'm, to be honestly, in
3: terms of when it's acceptable, I don't know if there's like a time it becomes acceptable. I think what I'd say is for me to ever decide, I'm. I, I say to ever like it's some crazy. I've, I've been Arteta out before. I've got to a point with him before he's hit a run where I've gone, it's time to move on. Um, but he's turned it around drastically. For me, if I'm to ever get there again, the indicators will be that we don't look competitive with the best teams in this country and in Europe. Um, we've fallen way short of our targets of winning trophies. So that means even if we get fourth like this season, like that's not good enough. Um, we don't do anything in the Champions League again. But but I think it also have to be, what or who else is out there? And I'm not I'm not doing the whole, you know, when people say they want Arteta out and go, everyone goes, well for who for who? I'm not even saying that. I'm saying I would I'd only want to make that decision if there was someone I was really confident of coming in because there's a part of me as much as he I do believe he really cocked up on this Haberts deal and the Rye one. Rye hasn't even been terrible, but I chuck that in there as well even though I think he's made some big errors this season because of where he took us last season in terms of the football we were playing and how good we were for about 33, 34 games or 33. I actually believe he might be able to right his wrongs. Like I I like to think he might be able to learn from them. And that quite frankly, the way to improve on Mikel Arteta this season is to see Arteta next season and hope he's learned from it. But I don't know. It's context to everything. It, it feels early for that conversation for me now. Yeah, I agree. Very early. Yeah, Very I, early.
1: Agree. I agree. I agree. You know what I mean? I, I I've seen it today. Like a lot of people will will be out, set or out. You know, i am seeing it. Like you know, I'm not at that stage yet. I'm, I'm 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 far from it. But I am, I am starting to worry. You know what I mean? I I I'm at this moment in time, if you're gonna, I. I It's going to take a lot of convincing that that Arsenal are going to finish in the top four because I I think that we're we're way off it at this moment in time.
3: No,
1: I... I, I, Sorry, Sorry, go on, Turkish.
0: Crystal Palace at home, Forest away, Liverpool at home, West Ham away, Burnley away, Porto at home, Newcastle at home, Sheffield United away, Brentford at home. We need to win every single one of those games. I agree. And agree. And we ain't doing it. What, what? We, ain't, we ain't doing it so you know when Lee, when as well. Lee, when Lee <laughs> asked the question when is it acceptable with the I, I think personally I answered that in the opening segment first because I said I understand the people saying it now I understand mm. that I'm not there yet because I'd rather make my judgement end of the season even though they would probably turn around to me because I've got friends that are out today and they, I know what one of them will turn around to me and say Turkish you know what's coming and I'll be like I know but at the end of the day, Arteta's made me look foolish before with my thoughts. So I'm hoping and praying the guy can make me look foolish again. But th- I, can I, can I, I just say you.
3: sorry, can, can I he spent two hundred he got near the title, he spent 230 million pounds, and we are out of two cup competitions of five points off first. It's not ludicrous that people are asking questions. But what I would say about Arsenal, Mikel Arteta is, I still think—call me deluded—I still think the way we played that West Ham game, I still think we, the performance was good enough to win it. We just were just so with donkeys in front of goal. I think I think against Liverpool, there was so much to be impressed by. Again, we just foolish in front of goal. I don't think we're like that many tweaks and changes, you know, we've got a little break and I know you hate the confidence word, Turkish, but, like, if they could just take two weeks away from all this, come back, maybe a signing comes in, maybe a player comes back fit, maybe you put two wins on the bounce, suddenly I think things can look very different again. Like, I don't think this is, like, the word crisis has been thrown around. Did you say crisis, Jordan? I did, yeah. I don't think it's a crisis. I, I, I don't, like... I still have a lot of faith in this team. But I just think Arteta's also, for all the good he's done, I think he's just made errors. And I don't know why people I think shy away from us like mentioning those errors. But I think we can the, turn this around really quickly. I don't think all is lost uh, at all.
2: Uh, the reason why I use the word crisis, and I don't often use that word in, in football because it's, it's a hyperbole. The, the reason why I use the word crisis is because it's one cup, it's one trophy in nearly five, is four and a half, five, five years. For a club like Arsenal, a that's not acceptable. You can't be going five years and just one trophy. But it's not. It's worse than that. If if it was one trophy in five years, but there was a couple of semi-finals in there, a couple of finals in there, you'd be like, "All right, it's one trophy in five years, but we've been to two finals, we've been to two semi-finals. Cool, it's one cup, it's one trophy in five years, and we're getting knocked out in the first round of cups. So it's it, it's it's not it, it's. We need to be lifting trophies. We need to be lifting trophies. And that's why, for me, I want to win this FA Cup because I don't think we're in a position where we can be turning our nose up at it. And the other two trophies are harder, <laughs> the Premier League and the Champions League. So in that sense, the crisis in the sense that if you get to the end of the season, you've not won, a, not won another trophy, that's not a good record for the money you've had. The money you've had and the time you've had, the patience... One trophy in five years for me is not good enough. So that's why I labelled it a crisis. But do you guys think we're a bad team? Suddenly, like I, I'm frustrated because I. This is what I'm
3: frustrated because I think Mikel Arteta has made certain decisions back in the transfer window, and over many transfer windows that includes the Saka backup, that includes whatever that have put us in a position we're in now that we didn't need to be in. You know, we go out against West Ham, he rotates, and the squad players coming in aren't good enough. Well, one of them was Havertz's signing. One of them was Jorginho's signing. One of them was Vieira's signing. What two of them were Nelson and Eddie? He gave contracts to. Trossard was his signing. Like, I, I'm, I'm annoyed that, like, some of like a lot of where Arteta's put the money, the signings he made, the decisions he made, have sort of put us in this position we're in now. But I don't think we're like a. I don't think we're a bad team. I don't suddenly think we're not good enough. I, I don't. You were talking about us not getting top four lead. Like, I'm still seeing enough in the performance to. Th- it, enough in the performances to believe we can be there at the end of the season. Chasing, I don't think we're miles off.
1: Oh, I do. If he de- makes a few problem. the right decisions, James. What's that? Sorry. 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 sorry uh, I, I think Arsenal. Oh, if Arteta if, if makes the right decisions, I still think we could be in with a chance. Yeah. Right. I, I'd say That's that. Now I mean. I've seen I've, I've just I've just seen a tweet that you've you've put there when someone's put. That's probably Ramsdale's last game and you've put on there. It shouldn't be. I and mean, you're too no, damn it right it shouldn't be. Against Crystal Palace, I expect him to be in the starting lineup. I agree. Right? Maybe. Going back to how we're going to be like, you know, because everybody thinks that it should be like, you know, it means to do the right thing, Mikel. not the right thing for yourself and your Spanish talking coach. Do what's right for Arsenal Football Club. Put him back in goal. Get your right right balance of the forwards in there. Like, you know, if you want if you think Eddie's the man. Then you back that man and play him. If you don't, don't keep swapping it around. Like you know, I actually think Havertz done okay today. Apart from uh, with his old up playing, everything there. Apart from his finishing was was crap. You know what I mean? Like you know, but I thought there were some things that he had done well. But why are you playing? Why are you playing Havertz there when you've got Eddie that you've given this big contract for the number fourteen? Which Turkish goes on about like you know why are you, why are you not backing your man? So I want to see him start going back. There. Because I tell you what, there was a time last season when we lost Jesus and Eddie coming in and done very well for us. Why are you not doing that now? You know what I mean? Believing in him. Like, you know, what's happened to Trossard? Why aren't you playing him so much now? Like, all of a sudden, now you're playing, you're playing um, other players in fr- over him now. Go back to what you was doing last season. Not what you was doing from February onwards. Go back to what was doing us in the beginning of the season when we was winning games of football and was winning them well. You know you have to go back to the beginning of the season as well. Why was Gabriel on the bench? Been one of our best players. There's, there's all, there's all. Why this? Why this? Why that? I don't want that no more. Let's get it back. You go away from Dubai. You come back and you start doing the right decisions that are going to make you win this, win, win us games. Because at the moment he's making decisions right and he's getting a free pass for him. The Ramsdale-Raya um, one is just getting a free pass of it, like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, it should now, now it should be, us fans should be now demanding that after what I see today, uh, there's no difference in the goalkeeper. Why are you, why? why? I, and I've, I've got to say this today, Jorginho, bring him back in now, like, that's what you do, and you make Declan Rice the number eight that he should be. That is what you've, that is your job now in the next two weeks in Dubai, and then you identify the player that's going to come in and replace Jorginho, right? Because he's only a stopgap. That that comes in. That's another thing you've got to do, you know? And then start getting our win mentality back, like, you know? Martinelli looked good today when he came on, like, you know what I mean? Build on that. Make sure that Saka don't go, you know, is on on the um, sunbed for more, more than six hours a day, like. For the next six days, he doesn't move from there, like, you know what I mean? Tie him down. Don't let him move. And, and make sure that he's rested and watered, fed at every opportunity so that he, when he comes back, he is ready to go again. Like you know? I don't want no excuses when we go out against Crystal Palace. I expect 4 5 nil, bang, 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 Arsenal are back. If I don't see that, there's
2: problems. Just going mm-hmm. back to the Ramsdale thing briefly. Sorry, Turkish, I just want to yeah. be... I, I feel just a lot more comfortable with Ramsdale's in goal. I don't know. It's not a slight on Raya. I just feel when he's in the team a bit more comfortable. And the best two bits of quality from Arsenal in the whole game were from him the pass and the save. Those were the best two bits of quality from, from Arsenal in the whole 90 minutes, in my opinion. And I just genuinely feel a lot better. I agree. I think he's got to start. He won't. But for, I, I felt like. Why won't, you be why in won't he, Jordan? Well, he's, he's, decided, why won't that he he's decided that Ray's better or better for right. him. Right.
1: So then, then, then at the end of the day, exactly that. You die on that sword then. You die on that sword and you mm. die on that uh, Eddie sword as well. Like, Yeah, they're the two swords you die on, right? Oh, no, and that's sword. the end of it now. Like, tavert
0: it? is another sword. He's got many swords out there right now.
1: You know, how many is, more is swords do you want? He'll like? Look, like look like a hedgehog. Do you, know what someone, do you know what someone
3: said to me on Twitter, yeah? some I, I was I was saying, you know, Ramsel that tweet you mentioned that Ramsdale should start the next game. Well it shouldn't be his last game for Arsenal. And someone said, Well, something like we we had to get someone because Turner was leaving. And I was like, Turner, who Mikel Arteta signed for ten million the summer before and realized he wasn't good enough and so sold him. That's your argument. Anyone see a flaw here?
0: I see a lot of flaws in quite a few Arsenal fans, especially online, um, to say the least. Uh, how uh, many
3: goalkeepers he's gone through since he's arrived at the club? Leno,
1: Martinez, back to Leno. Uh,
3: Matt Ryan, so, was quite good for us, by the someone
1: way. Someone said, James, that he spent £70 million on goalkeepers since replacing Martinez, and he ain't, he ain't got better than him yet. That's how much he spent on goalkeepers, £70 million since he replaced Martinez and he but still I, hasn't improved on it.
3: But also like
1: he did though, like, yeah, listen, I, disagree I, I, th- I think I mean,
3: Martinez is slightly overrated. Like, he's okay. very, he's good, but like, I think he's slightly
1: overrated. Who would you put as the I best not. goalkeeper in the? Who would you put then? Martinez? Where would you put Ramsdale in front of Martinez? I would. Last season. Yes. This season, maybe no. So, um, all right. And that's a good question. Now, name your that's name, no, out of all those goalkeepers since Arteta has been here and name your top three.
0: In order, Martinez Ramsdale is probably top. I don't know which order, but yeah, it's, yeah, it's, I think Martinez might edge it just because he's a bit more of a. So, so you're
1: player. telling me, like, that Raya you're putting in third? Yeah, but basically, yeah, of what I've seen for right. Arsenal, Raya this yeah, yeah. season. So, so how can you, how can you say like when Jordan turns around and says, "Oh, will he be in against Palace?" Because he still, will. How can you say that? With how can you say that when you? It's, 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 that's all i with you. I'm that's guaranteeing you. That he, yeah. it, my opinion is Raya will start against Crystal Payne. He shouldn't, though, should he? We no. all know it. We just yeah. said it.
3: Yeah. i, can't, can't of, I
1: the free goal is his third choice.
2: <sighs> like, I mean, the real question you, is Is Leno you know, better than Raya? Hmm. Is there a massive difference between Leno and Raya? <laughs> I'm just on, uh, on the ball. Yeah. On the ball. Yeah.
3: Like, oh, let me just say that Raya was. And I know what Lee's gonna say. Just Raya was very good last season for Brentford. He hasn't got near those standards for Arsenal. And Lee, you're right to say it's not the same, and and so we shouldn't just think, oh, well, he'll definitely get to that. I'm just saying, before you pay that remaining twenty-seven million or whatever we owe, Ramsdale is currently playing better, and I'm based off of one game. That's enough for me. Keep him in. And if Rare doesn't win his place back, don't I you actually, dare pay that money.
1: I actually I actually I reckon that Mikel was gone into the dressing room today when Reese missed that chance and went, Don't worry about it, Reese. <laughs> <laughs> you're a joke. Don't worry about it though, because if that had gone in,
2: I'd you, gone, Oh my god, I've got a plane next week. <laughs> you're a joke. And by the way, I've been on to Jesus a lot. I think Jesus scores that chance. I think I think Jesus thinks it over him. I think Nelson's got to score that. But that's just my, uh, that's
1: no, my what, opinion. Was do- what was he doing? What was he doing? Went around and what was he doing? He could have just brought it back and rolled it in. What was he doing? I can't. What's the been- thing is, I can't even be that mad at him because like oh, he works like, hard today. He works. It's, hard not, it's hard. not even
3: that. It's that like he doesn't get a shout ever. He gets two minutes in the game, two minutes at the end of the game, two minutes in the end of the game. And then it's oh you're starting against Liverpool by the way oh uh, okay all right Joe we need a goal Martinelli off Trossard on Martinelli off Trossard on Martinelli off Trossard on Liverpool at home Nelson you're starting what <laughs> Like you know so natural like yeah. do you know what I mean if you like getting thirty minutes off the bench I don't understand a bit more just bizarre like there's so much stuff I just don't understand Havertz up top. Have a, like what, what Trossard's there, Smith Rowe. You wanted
1: to keep him, you want to keep him. Do, do you, you think though that Turkish you probably alluded to this? Do you think that he played he wanted to play Jorginho in there so he can't drop Rice? So he's had to, he sort of shoehorned him up top. I'll, I'll, I'll get him in that way. Is that what we think's happened there, or is it just a genuine thing? Is because if if you're going for for that for today, surely next game against Crystal Palace is going to run up front again, isn't he?
0: Who knows? Last three games, has yeah. been three different strikers starting.
1: Yeah. So, so what what is going to be the striker come Crystal Palace in? It has to be Trossard.
0: I'm at the stage now where it can be fucking Ramsdale for all I care. Just fucking pull it out now, Mikhail. because I don't give a fuck who it is because I don't, I, I still can't get my head around Havertz. I'm sorry. People might be thinking he's banging on, he's banging on that move has fucked us. Keeping Eddie and Ketia has fucked us. Jesus's knee, knee injury has fucked us, but these, these are things we should have forced. Like at the end of the day, Rice and Havertz essentially was meant to be our Allison and Van Dijk. They were meant to come in and fix the last remaining issues we had. And, you know, we kick on and eventually get over the line with something. And, you know, we're, we're, we're no closer to that. So, you know, we can talk about all these things, but I'm just... Maybe it wasn't the best to do the pod the same night as the game. Maybe we should have done it tomorrow morning. Maybe I would have been a bit more... I don't know. I won't say happier, but a bit more lively about the conversation, but I just don't think it's I only think it's going one way from here because, and and that's partly due to his stubbornness and, and arrogance at times. I feel like, you know, he's not open to looking in the mirror. He's not open to evaluating whether the changes he's made have been beneficial or not and, and turning, turning back something or, or, or fixing something. And maybe he's gone too far now with the Havertz one. And it's something that he can't fix. If FFP has tied our hands behind our back, and this is the squad that we're left with for the next eighteen months. It doesn't. Look, it, it doesn't look good. It doesn't I, look
3: good. I, I think. I think we can offer some solutions here because we, we've all. We've all right, Rightly, had a lot to say. The way this can turn around for Arsenal very quickly, and I know that fans hate saying this, but quite frankly, every time I try not to jinx it, things go wrong anyway. So fuck it, I'll jinx it. We have a favorable run. What you've just listed there, you said we should win all 10. Why have you said we should win all 10, Turkish? Because we should win all 10. If we are the Arsenal that we we know we can be over the last 18 months, we can go on a run, we can win those games, and we can drag ourselves back into it. There's two weeks off, they go to Dubai now. A lot of football's been playing next weekend, Arsenal could just watch on and just relax. Go get your warm weather, which you don't deserve, but go enjoy it. Um... Come back, refresh, mentally refreshed, physically refreshed. See what you can do in this window. If you can somehow get a 30-minute for Enketia, a something for maybe Nelson, I hate to say it, Smithrow, whatever it might be, and that can go to one or two players in that in that window just to freshen it up, just to fix things around a little bit. If you can get Partey, Tomiyasu, Timber, whoever, fit, ready, back integrated in this squad by the time the Champions League comes back around and hopefully we've done our job in the league, And you just make a decision on Havertz, which isn't he's a flop selling. They're never going to do that with a £65 million signing. But it's just to swallow your pride and go, it ain't working. So we're just going to take him out the 11. He can be an impact sub against Brentford. It's about the only thing he's actually done well, to be honest, is on a consistent basis, be an impact sub. And you just go, let's build around a structure that worked for us last year. Zinchenko, another player to get fit again, by the way. Like that, that might sound like a lot. That isn't that difficult. Winning 10 games in a row is. But everything else is doable. and we can get our season back on track, I fully believe that I've not lost all hope. I'm, I'm far from losing all hope. I'm not in the whole crisis thing. I'm not in the whole Arteta out thing. And I'm not sitting here thinking like the season ended with that Liverpool game. But I think we are going on a really bad downward trajectory, but it can absolutely be pulled back the other way.
2: But it... Um, I- it, it can, sorry, but for to what you and Turkish just said there, it needs him to be open to changing things. And that's where I think a good assistant, a good backroom staff comes in to say, look, all let right, right, we're going away for two weeks, 10 days, whatever it may be. If we keep doing what we're doing, we're going to keep losing games, right? So we've got to do something different. And I think he needs to, A, look in the mirror and ask himself what he's got wrong. This isn't the time to be discussing, for him to be discussing whether Habas was the right signing or not. What he's got to be doing now is working out yeah, how do I beat Palace? <laughs> how do I beat Crystal just one game at a time? And that's where the team, the backroom team, have to kind of come in and say, Yo, we've got to try X, we've got to take him out of the team, we've got to try a different formation potentially because Roy Hodgson and Crystal Palace be looking at the games and thinking the brute the blueprint to-, to beat an Arsenal is there, is there? <laughs> Palace ain't gonna come at us and just try and outplay us. So they've got to be ready for this next game, and be to be ready means being open to making changes. And is he is he open to make changes? I don't know, but if he's not, I know what I'm predicting on the next pod we do where we're making our predictions. Put it that way. I think he is open. I think he's very slow, but I think he is
3: open. When when he was on the very brink of losing his job back in that run you mentioned, 2020, suddenly the eleven comes out, and it was Saka on the right, which he hadn't done all season. Smith Rowe in out of nowhere and Martinelli in out of nowhere. And I'm not saying there's going to be anything like that, but uh, yeah, I, I I think I think Arteta has the ability to just go, you could argue today there was some pretty drastic change with Jorginho coming out of nowhere and Habert's up top. Uh, he's got to strike that balance between sticking to his principles and, and, and allowing the team to keep believing what they're doing and trust the process and all that, but also... Just acknowledging, like, right, certain things aren't working. Make the right changes. Honestly, you put two wins together, you you, you win two wins and you win two games around the Premier League, and things look very different. Suddenly, out of nowhere, like it can be that easy.
0: That Jordan said just now, we ain't got predictions to make this week. Um, hence the longer conversation on the result and obviously the fallout from the result and our form and all of that. Um, And, yeah, it's one of those ones, man. I don't know. It it all comes down to how we bounce back now. I really looked at this one after our recent form in the league. and If we can get a positive result here, then the the, the winter break, you know, will be a lot better to get through. You know, our hope will be lifted and and we go into a favourable run Um, optimistic. Instead, we've lost at home. So, me personally, I go into that run pessimistic and not much can change in the next two weeks because I'm with Lee. I don't think, you know, we're gonna be doing any business that um the majority of fans would like us to do. I don't think we've got we've got what it takes and I don't think Arteta will be ruthless enough in the decisions regarding an Eddie and Ketia, for example. And if these rumors are to be believed of interest, I don't think we'll act on it. Um and to be honest, I just don't see us saving our season in January. I don't see the right player out there. Um I'll take Tony, but he doesn't guarantee anything. Let me part up the prediction table. And not much change. Jordan predicted a Liverpool win. Um, I remember him saying they could have gone any which way, but he went with the win and he got the points. So for audio listeners, James is still top. Two correct scores, 23 points. I'm um, still second. Two correct scores, 21 points. Lee's got three correct scores in third, 19 points. And Jordan's now on 18 points with one correct score. And we end with comments of the day
2: everyone's got comments of the day ready Mm -hmm. yeah i do actually must say there was a thousand over a thousand comments uh this week so yeah big up big up now the
3: audience are amazing right you you genuinely are fantastic
2: um half half of them are crap but there was there was there was was, was still a thousand comments get drawn off this podcast man Half of them just, are crap. Just being honest. You know, I mean, I read them all, James. I read them all. Oh, well, good on you. So yeah. only five only 500 of them were a waste of
3: time. <laughs> well, well, I've got one here from Jez Stone. We haven't seen a smile from Turkish, and I, that's fair enough. But he did say we, statement we of the year. Huh?
2: We failed, yeah. James. We failed. Yeah, you're
3: right. We normally all do smile once, but not even Lee. Yeah, it's no, just me nothing. and you. Yeah. Jez Stone says statement of the year already from Turkish little shits and big twats had me rolling never change guys <laughs> all four of your quality much less.
0: they're right, full force now i'm telling you lock your windows and make sure your doors are locked because it's a fucking it's in the apocalypse of them around right now of internet on the roads fucking, we're inundated inundated with whatever twats and all of that <laughs> it's one of my favorite turkish quotes of all time <laughs> The fan base jar me a lot you know I swear to you they jar me a lot
3: I have to say I I try not to be overly critical Of what I see online But I could not believe Some of the responses I was getting On social media to I thought were quite balanced Views like Like people were calling other people Clueless people calling other people Idiots like people like You know I don't say like big accounts But like people I'm just like Really like just difference of opinions Were rattling people and I said something like, I tweeted something like, "Why can't I be critical of Arteta without meaning? Without that meaning, I hate him." And like, like people can grasp the concept that I had criticisms without me calling for his head. Like, really, like weird online reaction.
2: I have but, to say. But the issue is, there's there's a difference between somebody saying something you disagree with, and somebody saying something that's just painfully stupid or wrong. And there's a lot of Arsenal fans that are just saying stuff that's. Under the guise of "it's my opinion," it's just wrong and stupid. Do you know what I mean? I say some wild things every now and again, but I see some stuff online. And I'm like, "What you've just said there is just it's just factually incorrect." Oh, there, you know, there is just, there, there is dumb. stuff that is
3: factually incorrect. But like, there was criticism for Arteta, and I couldn't believe how many people thought that was strange. And I was like, because they just pointed to missed chances, and it's like. What so missed chances in one game is why we're out of two cup competitions and five points off top. Like what? That's not a conversation that's worth having today. I I I don't know. I was surprised by, but actually maybe I shouldn't be because Twitter Twitter be twittering.
2: Mm -hmm. I'll go next. Oh sorry, Um, I got Perry uh, Nagpul. I think I think that's. uh, his name. Um Turkish smashed it with I put myself in a position to cheat. And Jordan's cheating analogy was so funny and brilliant. So uh big up, Perry. And also shout out Jamal, Arsenal fan, bumped into at Shoreditch House. He's back in town from the US for a few days. He watched the pod, loves it, loves you, you guys, as well. Big up, Jamal. Thank you. Big up, Jamal. David Varga,
1: I've gone Oh hey yeah, I'm still, I'm still on it. <laughs> Rematch, it's not fair on Leon Jordan. Okay, I saw that. Please do not not ruin a good game of prediction table by doing stupidity. Agree. Here, here. David. Agree. Yeah. Here here. I see. Now's not the
0: time, David. Now's not the time, mate. Yeah.
3: Pick and choose when the league table comes into it. I see. Hmm.
1: Here here, David. Interesting. I'm with David. I'm with David. I love David. Go on, Turkish. What's
0: your comment what you, of the Jay? day? Man's a bit. Man's probably going to take us full circle back to the start of the show, but fuck it. This one's from "This Is the Way," and it's a long one, but I think it's still very relevant after this result as well. And the reason I picked this one is because it kind of resonates with with how I'm feeling. The vast mm-hmm. majority of fans were really optimistic after last year, despite how it ended. But the transfer window and the news we had spent so much on Havertz really shook our confidence. He got given a hard time because he represented such a missed opportunity and funds that could have been spent elsewhere. How on earth we decided to prioritise Havertz as the replacement for Xhaka and randomly dropping Ramsdale was so confusing, especially when everyone could see we fell short because of squad depth. We didn't have a backup for Saka or Saliba, a top striker, but Arteta ignored it all and bizarrely gave new contracts to players like Nelson and Eddie, who even he doesn't trust. Then we start the season with Partey inverting from right back, dot, dot, dot. Perfect. Perfectly summed
2: up. I think without going back into it again, I think that that comment, what that comment is kind of suggesting in a nutshell is that Mikel Arteta is almost too smart for his own good or thinks he's too smart for his own good. And he's making decisions that make him look smart like he's got some genius idea or plan for something that on the face of it we're all looking at and thinking this is a bad decision so signing Havertz I've got some I can see something that you guys can't see signing David Rea oh no I'm gonna be a genius with like two number one goalkeepers you know keeping these are all decisions that I think stink of I know things that you guys don't and ultimately as Leo I think Turkish said earlier on He'll have, to, he'll have to lay in his own bed because these the are decisions. If, if he made one wild decision, you may get a pass. But at a time when he was king of the roost, he made three or four. And it's like, bro, you've, you've, you've really made a job hard, even harder for yourself by doing things you didn't need to do. Sorry. I agree.
3: No, no, I, yeah, I agree. It was, a, it was a great comment. It was a great comment.
0: Yeah, usually we pick out the funny ones, but I'm happy I picked that one out now considering the results. Tonight. But it's a winter break mm. now, people, so no predictions to make and it's a little while till the next show. We will be back next week, some point um, for the next show. But we're also, we're also recording a little um, in away from the regular scheduled fixtures and whatnot this week. Um, Shall I, I let them know? Nah, Who's the
2: it. host on that one? Is, that, is, is Talia hosting that one?
0: Nah, that's no, just that's, normal, just, that's just a normal. That's just a normal. No, so crazy. we got a chance then. We got a chance. It's a draft. It's a draft. It's a draft. Okay, okay, it's a draft. okay. okay. yeah, All right, cool. And there you go. Smile, people. I'm okay. Winter <laughs> break. And Lee, fuck your rematch. You got to work for it, man. <laughs> <laughs> you and Jordan. <laughs> you right. and Jordan, get get your numbers up first before you come back. <laughs>
2: man, <laughs> said, get your numbers up.
0: Oh, mate, I, I'm actually vexed, but it is what it is. Arsenal, we live to fight another day. Come on,
2: Turkish man, it's, it's, it's footy. It's Arsenal. It is we've been here, we've, we've been here. It. 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 I know, I'm, with you. Give me I'm with you. Just give me something, please. I'm with just give you. Me
3: Ed, honestly, not all, not all is lost. I genuinely believe that. That's not just hopium and copium. It's not. I, it I, I think
1: it's, it's a big big two weeks now. Like, have a nice rest, nice break. Let them come back and see what they can do. Let's see them fire it up. Listen, um, that's what I'm hoping. They can,
0: we'll see if we're all hoping for and the They can, yeah, of
1: course, they can. Listen, <laughs> like we could be too, it could be like you know, we could have won that game today, six two, and everybody'd be buzzing. The game, yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? That, that's fine lines, and that's what it that's What we've got to believe in, and listen, that's what we've got to do. Whatever happens in the next two weeks, whether there's no transfers or not, we've got to support the team, be there, and. And go for, go for it again. We've got to energise ourselves just as much as the players over these next couple of weeks and be ready to go against Crystal Palace again. And we'll be
0: there to watch it. Big up Jordan, James, Lee, as always. People, hit the like button. Let's get up to a 1,000 likes. Um, make sure you subscribe. Look out for all the content. Big up James, his channel, James B. Lee Judges TV as well. I'm Turkish D N and the Big Six. Jordan talks sport everywhere he you can find him channel four as well but you can find him right here on. Oh, brilliant
1: i'll tell you what just before we go brilliant interview with um oh, uh, Luke Littner, right.
2: thank you sir thank you very much thank you thank you very good, very
1: good. good thank you appreciate that
2: thank you done well there boy thank you very much
1: thank you it's okay, hard work as well like to uh to interview i know like not not in a disrespectful way he's young and he and he's, he's he's bit bit uh Bit shy and all that, like you know. So uh, do you know? Do you know what? I know we wasn't
2: easy. Yeah, he's he's a young boy, but he was annoyingly mature and like weirdly sensible. And from a sixteen-year-old, that's not really what I wanted. (laughs) I can get mature from adults and other other athletes, but I wanted a bit of youthful, off-the-cuff exuberance and. Character and he's he's yeah like I could say he's like really calm and measured and it's hard to get anything out of him but no it was it was he was a good guy I wish I wish him the best good luck to him big up uh, people
0: <clears throat> that's it hit the like button get to a thousand likes love for the love we'll be back soon peace.
1: Podcast Network.